Closer and welcome to Bag and Board, and I'm Matt Cohen. Jesse Rivers. And he is Jesse Rivers, Jesse Rivers. And welcome to our pod, yeah. Now she got the hottest body and her attitude was naughty. And the what up, Jesse? You skipped a little bit, but. It's okay, I always uh, do. Change the lyrics a bit. Too. I like Outcast. Yes. What was the first Outcast album you got? Southern Playlist, the Cadillac like Funky. Really? Southern Playlist, the Funky Cadillac. Like Southern oh playlistic God. funky whatever yeah. Southern playlistic Cadillac funky music. Play as if you choose it. You better make sure. You got on it earlier than me, man. Because my first was Equimini. Oh, the first one I ever got was AT Aliens. Wait, well, yeah, no, Equimini would be the first one I ever got. Yeah. Okay, that's the third one. That's the I know. That's why I missed. I missed the first two. What was their first single? Uh, uh that, Players Ball. Was the one, the one that I would know maybe then. Uh, Elevators. No, I don't even know no, that. Elevators? No. What was Outkast's first big, big single? Elevators. It How'd was it huge. Go? Uh, if you didn't ask me, I could tell you. Um, if I didn't ask yeah. you, you, so what, you would just randomly start <laughs> singing <laughs> Elevators? <laughs> you put me on the spot. Yeah. Rosa Parks. Yeah, that was a criminal, yeah. But if you listen to uh-huh. Elevators, Hush that fuss. That was the first one. Everybody moved to the back of the bus. There was another song on that album that was big, too. They, did, they had the one with Raekwon, which is skewed on the Barbie. Yeah. And uh, the one with Slick Rick, all the storytelling. Good call. And then they did that double album, right? When no, they the had last... Stankonia. Stankonia. Yeah, and then they had the double album. And double was really good. That was, when they, they split it. The that was when they split it up. Yeah. Who won the Grammy, though? The entire album? Yeah, because they put it together. It was well, I remember. It was one, one big boy and one... Yeah. Uh, but it won album of the year Andre or whatever. Both of them together. What surprised me was like, even though I always liked Big Boy, like I thought Andre's disc was five thousand times he, better. He was by far my favorite rapper until I discovered Tech. Really? Yeah. Uh, so, but, but I remember in the day, people are th- who like Big Boy's disc a lot better. Like most everyone I knew liked Big Boy's disc better than Andre's. The you talking about the double album? Yeah. Well, that's because it was rap. Okay, Andre's that was, wasn't really rap. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more like old timey. With the hey, that was the one with Hey Ya and stuff. Yeah, that was such a fucking trippy song, dude. That that became big. It took me a minute to get to get used to that album, and, though. Really? But it was good though. To his to his side yeah. of it, because it was so different, right? And I was a huge fan, but it, it took a minute. And he's an actor now too. Yeah, dude. What, what has he been in that he's been good in though? Uh, Andre, we're talking about. I don't know that I've seen him in anything. He's in Four Brothers. I didn't see that. He did okay. He was in Idlewild, which I never saw that. That was it, the Outcast movie. It, 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 was, it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't anything spectacular. And then I was just about to be almost really racist and say he's in Rock and Roll, but he's not. It's ludicrous. Yes, it is ludicrous. Yeah. See, that was kind of subliminary racist. But uh, he's, he's been in a few other things. There's a few rappers acting now, I guess. Was this Ludacris' well, first movie? Fuck rock no. and Roll? Uh, he was in... Well, he was in Fast and the Furious, right? Yeah, he was in Hustle and Flow. He was in, uh, he was the main rapper in Hustle and Flow. I mean, not the main I'd rapper. say out of all the rappers turned actors, my favorite, it used to be Busta. 
what was he good in? Finding Forrester. What was he good in? Finding Forrester. What was he good? Finding Forrester. <laughs> he was good. I thought he was good in Finding Forrester. Yeah, he was alright in Higher Learning. I don't even remember. But Ice Cube and Chrissy Swanson oh, yeah, and Jennifer yeah, yeah. Connelly and you know what? Michael Rappaport. I need a higher ground. What song is that? It's been stuck in my head for the last like three days. I need a high- I Stevie Wonder has a song called Higher Ground. I don't know, man. I've been singing that. Uh, you know, you know who I was gonna say. So Busta used to be in Cool J. You saw Wackness. Yes. You weren't that huge a fan. Yeah. What do you think of Meth as a fucking Jamaican? Well, for the two minutes that he was in it, he was pretty good. I think Method Man is a decent actor at this point. He's right. I mean, he was horrible in Belly. He wasn't very good in... Uh... If you say how high, I'll smack you in the face. No, I was going to say 187, but he's only 187 for like two minutes. He's fantastic in how high. I'm thinking of something else. Red Man wasn't. He was okay. <laughs> he was okay. Method's obviously the funnier of the two of the combo. Yeah. I love I love how I'm in. More, than, more so than half-baked. Have, we Have t- you heard I... Red Man rap? Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. He is funny. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, has videos and shit. Uh, but... What was that? What's that? What song? Yeah, I know. I don't want to sing it. I'm just trying to think of it. I know a Red Man <laughs> song. When I talk to my own knee. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, man. Method Man was good in Wackness, I thought. It was the first movie where he wasn't playing Method Man. Uh, Here's what got me, though, about that scene. And it's... So, I, lo- I love the Wackness, but it's not completely un- unforgivable. I don't know if other people catch it, but like you remember, this is the first scene Method Man's in the Wackness. Yeah. Spoiler alert, whatever. Uh, Josh Peck goes to goes to buy weed from him, yeah. and he's got he's got ready to die. Yeah, he he's on he's on the he, song. He's talking over he himself, rapping. rapping. <laughs> is that that's probably the first time that's ever happened in a movie? I doubt it. I'm sure there's rappers on soundtracks that. Done. But even over their own songs, they've done yeah. it. Because like, did you you caught that part though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, like Tupac. What I song is it? It was the what? Yeah. I used to get feels on the bitch. bitch. Now with those shields on the dick, dick. protect me from the HIV shit. You uh, you you kind of. I mean, I don't I don't want to use the word raved, but you were satisfied with Josh Peck's performance in that movie. I really like it. No, I I, I see. I I think I think you're out of your fucking gourd. I think. <laughs> I think I think you're smoking Dilaudinum, which shouldn't even be smoked. It's like a painkiller at hospitals. Uh, I, I do I like his performance in the movie. I think it's a genuine performance. You don't know kids like that. I guess not. I that's every kid I grew up with, and me kid, for a minute. I, I would have been very annoyed by you. Yeah, dude, that, that that's a Jewish fucking wigger from New York. Like that's <laughs> what we were liking back in the day. You know what I mean, dude? He oh that movie killed me when he was practicing how to say I love you. He's like, I love you, Steph. I'll, yo, I got mad love for you, Shorty. I want to, like, listen to Boys to Men when I'm with you. Like, come on, dude. She was good, and what's her name? Olivia Thurlby. She She's going to be very good. She's she a girl from Juno. Yeah, she, she was, was great in Juno. She was in Snow Angels. Was she? She was really good, yeah. She was great in Juno. I love that line when uh, they're at the mall with Jennifer Garner. And they're like, why are you here? She's like, I'm just shopping with a couple of my girlfriends. And Thurlby goes, you're a lesbian? And <laughs> Juno goes, don't mind her. <laughs> But she goes, ew, you're a lesbian. She goes, ew, you're gay. <laughs> uh, ben Kingsley, who gets a lot of credit, like I like the likeness a lot. Kind of a fucking over the top performance, no? Um, I don't think the performance was all that great, but I was more interested in his story than I was Pex. I like the two of them meet. I just, I just think I like the weed stuff. I like the mute. The soundtrack's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Soundtrack. The whole, you know what I mean? Just the whole. I don't know, man. I dig it. Well, it's, you know. And even though for my own, like, I related a lot to that fucking flick. Like, more, as I say, more so than I have in years. And even I just realized, it's very funny. You remember the last moment of the movie? He puts on uh, Squire's mixtape, 
yeah. and it's David Bowie, all the young dudes, yeah. and that was like his transition to adulthood. But in a weird way, it was almost the same thing because, like, at that age, I stopped listening to rap really, and I got into you that. Be, you can't be an adult. I got into rap. that kind of music. No, but I'm saying it was weird how that kind of transition it, it marked the same kind of change in life in that film for that character than it but did for still me. Not, like adult like. Yeah, fuck you. You're still kind of kid like. There is one thing in the wagon. It's like ah. Uh, it's very, it's very realistic. I feel like until the very end when he says that thing with the girl and the remember. Even though that's super fake and unrealistic, my God, is that like I wish I could, <laughs> I wish I had that foresight back in the day. You remember what he says? No idea. He goes, he goes to, she goes to say goodbye to her, or whatever, and she freaks out. She thinks he's trying to like get with her again, and he starts to walk uh, away yeah, pissed. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, just stand there for a minute. And she's like, why? He's like, I've never had my heart broken before. Meaning, like, he wanted her... You see, it's yeah. cheesy and fucking gay, but that's an aw- that was an awesome moment to me. It was alright. You're an asshole. This, I don't know. It, it, it seems like the kind of flick that I would like. But... What uh, else What else have thing. you seen recently? I watched uh, Lakeview Terrace today. How was that? Eh. It, it's probably the definition of an average film. Neil LaBeautis. I don't get it. And the company that made was great. See, but everyone... And all his plays everyone always talks about, but then he made fucking Nurse Betty... Lakeview Terrace and Wicker Man, like Nurse Betty is the only movie I've ever liked Renee Zellweger in. I don't even like that. I like the Chris Rock Morgan Freeman relationship in that movie. The, the, one the movie's thing I not all that great, but I don't think I've ever liked Renee Zellweger. I don't like it at all. That fucking new shit she's got coming out, new in town. That, that's some bullshit. Is Harry Connick Jr. an actor? Yes. Is it established that he can just be in a romantic? I, it's every he's like an old it's folks? like every four years he's in one movie, and but I guess we're supposed to assume that he's an actor now. He was in Independence Day. I know that, <laughs> but like I saw that posted the other day. I'm like, is Harry Connick Jr. an actor? And they're like, sure, he's in all those romantic leads. He's been... Daniel Day Lewis only does films like every five years. He's an actor. Eh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> not anymore. He's not only five years. He's, he's been got, ramping he's got up. Nine coming out. Yeah, he's been doing a lot yeah. lately. Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot, but. Speaking of actors taking breaks, uh, <laughs> yeah, talk about the Ram, dude. Well, I don't know if you folks have heard the news over I'm the week. Uh, Oscar-nominated Golden Globe-winning actor Mickey Rourke, who is the star of Darren Aronofsky's The Wrestler, will be fighting Chris Jericho. At Chris Re- Jericho? I didn't hear that. He's fighting Jericho at WrestleMania 25. Is uh, he making appearances for the storyline? I don't think so. Already? I think he's just coming out to fight Jericho at WrestleMania. That's... <laughs> Do you think he just hurt his... Well, the ballots were already in before he announced... Hey! No, the nominations were in. The, the votes on who wins are not in. Really? Yes. The, nom- the nominations have just been announced. I thought they were... I thought... The winner has not been I, selected. I always assumed... I didn't know it was two separate rounds. Yes. I always assumed they took the first your first choice and that was counted as your winning vote. Okay, well, what if an Academy member... Wrote five movies for Best Picture. And none of them got nominated. So they would take number six, I, I assumed. I don't know. No. I guess they put out a ballot. Here's the other thing. So you can only vote in your respective field? For yes. not You can Except only for not, Best Picture. Everyone can vote for Best Picture. Yes. But, like, like uh... Directors vote for Best Director. Actors vote for Best Actor. And shit so like Kevin that. Smith is not voting for actors. Uh, I... Paul Thomas know. Anderson is not voting for actors. No. Definitely not. Are you saying Kevin because he might be? He might. I picked. I picked a. Uh, <laughs> I picked someone who's in all fucking eight million fields. Of the, uh, Christopher Nolan will vote on directors, but he won't vote for sound design. No. See, I always assume that if you're in the Academy, you get to vote on every single category. They probably figure actors don't know shit about sound design, so why let them vote on it? I guess so. That the actually that actually makes the award seem a little bit more legitimate in my mind. Yeah. That like you know the people in their field are voting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think the nominations are more exciting than the actual winning of the award. Except well, for shit like this. Actors. I mean, this year is kind of. I'm almost. I don't. I'm never excited for the fucking Oscars. But this year seems to be the one year where all four of the acting categories could be a toss-up, which never usually happens. You usually have a clear-cut winner. And tell me, I also realized this the other day, and this might seem weird, because five years ago, there were no fucking black nominees ever. Ever? I, I mean, there were, what, three in the history for, for acting? Okay. Didn't, uh... I think the first one to ever win was the Sydney po- was that no, chick Mammy uh, not in, in, <laughs> wasn't that her name in the movie in, the maid and going with the wind yeah I don't know I don't remember her name but uh, okay <laughs> yeah I think she Mom's was. Mabel's was that her name I in real life that. yeah yeah she got nominated but the first black actor to ever win one Sydney Poitier and then Denzel uh, maybe for best actor and then Halle Berry was the first black actress so anyway. They all made a whole big deal because Halle Berry and Denzel won it, like, for in their respective. Was it the same year for Monster Ball and Training Day? I don't recall. And then after that, it's it was Jamie Foxx, Forrest Whitaker, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And then this year, it's all white people. And in my mind, I'm like, wow, the Oscars are racist again. But is that, they can't throw, there's not going to be a black nominee every year. Give me a great performance. Give me a great performance this year by a black actor. Uh, fucking, uh. Ludicrous? No, uh. Uh, Idris Elba, man, and Rock and Roller. We're gonna talk about Rock and Roller in, in a bit, man. Can, I, I love that. About I love that fucking movie. But uh, you're you're saying that Rourke is throwing away his chances at an Oscar? No, uh, I don't. I I think I think he's hurting his chances. I think he is too. I also think showing up in the same outfit every fucking award show is hurting his chances too. He's just I, what I love about Mickey Rourke is he's batshit crazy and he never knows anyone's names. Every acceptance speech he's given so far, there's been this moment. I want to thank um, my dogs. Ron, what's Ron's last name? <laughs> or like that guy who didn't like he doesn't know who anyone was. Him. It took him like five minutes to remember Peter Rice's fucking name. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Meanwhile, Fox Searchlight has become the independent go-to. Yeah, it's what Miramax was ten years ago, man. Yeah. You know how many times Peter Rice has mentioned a fucking night during yeah. these award shows? What do they buy at Sundance? Do they get Moon? I believe so. In five hundred days of summer. I think so. Yeah. So, you know what? I read the Sundance reviews. Nothing excited me. The Patton Oswalt movie excited me. Yeah. Uh, and there's one other... Oh, the, um... Push? Got all no, uh, Jim Carrey and Ewan McGregor, actually. Yes, see, that... I love that, you, Philip Morris. That, that like, kind of... Is it... Because I'm curious of the tone, man. Well, okay, regardless of, of that particular movie, and maybe it's because I'm an aspiring filmmaker and I'm getting a little upset, but th- those movies... They go to festivals. They're going to be sold regardless because of the people that are in them. So, I mean, I mean, I understand going to festivals and getting word of mouth. But what about the the movies that are not? No, they're to get sold. What are you talking? No, they're they're no, to no, get no, sold. No, no, no. They'll be sold. There are there are films there are films made with big actors that are never released or bought, sir. Not released, and it depends on big. Any movie with Jim Carrey is going to get sold. I guarantee. I, I agree. It didn't get bought yet. It will. It will. It, it will be released. It's for Sundance. Used to be, and this is like obviously not an expert opinion, but I think Sundance used to be to get your films discovered and sold. Yes, and, and I now think it should it, be. Now it's for the purposes of bidding wars. Yes. Yes. I Before agree. the films are over, they're everyone's in the lobby already on the cell phones, yes. back to the studios trying to. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, I mean, even if it's got a small like like Moon with Sam Rockwell. Oh, Maybe is that what that is? That, yeah. that looks cool. It's yeah, him yeah. by itself the entire time. That is probably something that needs to go to a festival to get sold. Yes. 
With you and McGregor and Jim Carrey, no. Not not at all. I guess I agree. So it's weird. Why do they go? It's you know what it it's it's kind of you know what it's become too. It's it's a place to get sold. It's for a place for films like I Love You, Philip Morris, that aren't necessarily con worthy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sundance has become almost the B, yeah. the B team con. Well, the American con. The American yeah. con, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I was at a party, and some kid was talking about con, and he pronounced it can or whatever. This girl, this girl, dumb, fucking gorgeous girl, but one of the dumbest, most annoying human beings I've ever met in my life. She was like 18, just out here from Indiana. She goes, Can? Oh my god, I love that place. You been to Cannes? And the guy's like, Yeah. She's like, well, I didn't know you ever came to Bloomington. He's like, what do you mean? She's like, Cannes, that nightclub down the block from where I'm from. <laughs> it was kind of awesome. Not the sharpest tool in the shed. It was kind of awesome. What would, What is the sharpest tool in the shed? Uh, I don't know. An axe. I, I guess it depends on how sharp it is. Because it could be an axe, it could be a machete, it could be a regular knife. But it's obviously going to be some kind of blade instrument. Yes. What if your shed's like all hammers? Then why would you have a shed? Just have a drawer of hammers. Because you're a psychopath and you have a shed full of hammers. That you go in after work, you go in there and you find all your hammers and you play music from the 40s and cry. That's a movie right there. Hammer Man or something. Speaking of uh, Hammer Man, there's something I want to uh, bring up to go into something else that I'm curious about. Iron Man. <clears throat> yeah. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Who is he going to play? No idea. The Red Dynamo? I There's don't like. There's twenty of them. I don't know. Is that that just the Russian dude in the red suit? Yes. Oh, the Iron Man bad guys suck. They really do. Even Mandarin is not. Uh, like I don't know who the fuck Mandarin is really. Mm-hmm. And I've read I've read Iron Man my entire life. He, it, Iron Man's never had a real the quintessential. No, world. Rogue Valerie. I mean, uh, Valerie. Rogue Valerie. <laughs> uh, he had Ghost. I don't even know who that is. Who's like a white? They're all they're all robot dudes basically. See, I was never a big Iron Man fan. I hate I hate Iron Man now. But they offered it. Do you hear what they offered him? They offered Mickey Rourke $250,000 to, to take the part. Do you think that's fair? Uh, I mean, I would like to base it on the other pig. I, I'm sure Cheeto, they didn't all, I'm sure Cheeto's getting more than a mil. Mm, well, if Cheeto gets a million dollars, it's not fair for Mickey Rourke to only get 250000 I wouldn't necessarily say that. You think Cheeto should be paid more than Ricky Rourke? Well, it depends on like screen time and work, and I mean, how long they're going to have to be on the main bad location. guy versus the uh? may not be the main bad guy. Sam Rockwell's playing a bad guy. Oh, is he in it yeah. too? They're going to have two villains: Sam Rockwell and supposedly Mickey Rourke. Because mm. I mean, you know the deal with Terrence Howard, right? Yeah, he was the first one cast in the original Iron Man. Yes. So he got way less yes. when all the stars. No, no, no totally. And then he tried to, and then he tried to get more. Than everybody else, yes. So they replaced him. Um, I think two hundred fifty grand is a little low, especially if the guy wins an Oscar. Maybe they were trying to get him before. He Let's won look at the it. Oscars. It might, it might very well be Mickey Rourke's biggest payday in years. The two hundred fifty grand I'm talking about, but still, in years, yes. It's not. I don't. I. I don't think. I don't think it's enough to warrant him coming off of the wrestler. Has that to be his follow-up to, to the, his biggest movie ever? Well, Because if he's going to go from an art film kind of yeah, to yeah. a big-budget kind of, you know, fun movie, I think he's got to get fucking paid for it. You know what I mean? Well, regardless of pay, I think it would be a smart move. If he was to do it for free, I think it would be a smart yeah, move. Yeah, no, I think Mickey Rourke's a big name now again. Well, he will be if he does that. I think I the think. next... If he yeah. wins an Oscar in his And you know what too? I realized, man? Everyone's above all, oh, Mickey, the wrestler, the wrestler, the wrestler. I completely forgot, dude. I've been fucking... Marv blew me away, man. 
Yeah, he was good in Sin City, yeah. Marv blew me away. That was the first time I'd ever seen Mickey Rourke in a movie. That'd be, he may have gotten more than 250 grand for it. You think so? Possibly. I don't think anyone in Sin City got that much. Really? Yeah. It's kind of big. Right? I think they were working scale-ish. They were, you know, scale-ish. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Should we give it away? No, just let it go. Because uh, um, there's so many fucking actors in that movie. In Sin City? Yeah, if you're gonna pay, if you're gonna pay anyone their regular payday, Bruce Willis would have gotten like half the fucking budget. Well, I'm not saying pay the regular pay, which, which is that okay. cast is humongous. Yeah. Okay, regular pay. Um, the, with with the economy the way it is, and so many film companies going down, down, down. Do you think people should still be giving Will Smith, Tom Cruise, Jim Carrey, and people like that twenty Look, million? I don't. This is the whole other conversation. It's a weird one too. What do you? If you're justifying their salaries based on their projected return on what they bring to a film, like let's say that's my point, then then it is warranted. I disagree. Then it could be warranted. Look, look, five million dollars is a lot of money. Twenty million dollars is a lot, a lot more money. Yes. The difference between five and million and twenty million is not really that much to the average person. Between five million and twenty million. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. If Will Smith is going to get five million dollars for a movie, he might as well get twenty million. Is what I'm saying. Why? Why are you saying? Because that? that's so much fucking money anyway to act. I'm saying for the perf- if you're going to give someone a million dollars to like pretend to be another person on yes. a set and then go back to their trailer for like six weeks, yes. Then you might as well give them twenty million. Is what I'm saying. I don't agree. I think. I think. I get what you're saying, but I don't agree. I, I think. I don't know how they come up with the act, with with, with act. I mean, it's ridiculous. Can, can you imagine? Well, okay. The, the reason I bring it up—they're the most—they're the most liquid people in the world. Actors. I, I think it is big actors. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, um, family has like hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Sold the company, and I was always like, "Why don't you motherfuckers get a private jet?" He's like, "Dude, do you know how much money alone it would cost a year to keep that thing gassed?" And I'm like, well, how do people have private jets? He's like, look at who has private jets. Actors and sports stars. People whose yearly paycheck yes. is m- that much millions. Mm-hmm. People worth hundreds of millions of dollars, that's all tied up in stocks and that and that and that. Like actors, like a dude who gets a check for $2 million for eight weeks of work, that is the most set fucking human being on the planet. I agree. Now, if they're already that, so what are you saying? We should pay them... I mean, what's we? It's, it's such a weird. There's no standard. <laughs> there's no standard. There's no minimum. Wa- there is a minimum wage for acting. Well, yeah. And that's SAG scale. Yeah. But over that, I mean, it's ridiculous. Let's say you were you at Random McDonald's and you had four employees. You paid three of them eight fifty an hour, and you paid the fourth one fifty thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> right. Okay. And yet, but like you justified it somehow, but he was a good employee and he made your, you know what I mean? I, I don't think it's the the talent of the actor. I think it's what you were saying about bringing the audience in. Well, it's also the nature of how much money the business generates. I mean, a one film could make $300 million. Yes. Out of that, $5 million isn't a lot of money to give to your main star. But you don't, you, but you, okay. Could, All right, could, if if Toby Jones was the lead in Pirates of the Caribbean, would it have made that much money? Probably not. Exactly. So with Johnny Depp justified in getting twenty million dollars, 
If far, in, in terms in the of sequels, yes. No, in terms of fina- in terms of financial back end for the movie studio, not in terms of like fairness, like doctors no, 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 and lawyers. No, no, no. I, I'm talking about re- retirement. Oh, financially, yes. yes. Uh, if okay, ten years ago, people would go see Jerry Maguire because Tom Cruise was in it. People would go see Fight Club because Brad Pitt was in it. I don't think that happens anymore. I think the only star that really brings in a crowd right now is Will Smith. People don't go see Michael Clayton because George Clooney is in it. People don't go see Benjamin Button. Well, I agree with you. And you actually, I was gonna, I was gonna disagree, but you bring up an amazing point, which is uh, like, look at the movie receipts from three weeks ago. Paul Blart Mall Cop, yeah, made forty million dollars. Kevin James isn't. He's not a star. Someone I read a great post on uh, the Angry Naked Pat messenger board saying, um, if they if the trailer just said Kevin James and the title, it would have made enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they'd done a teaser trailer, correct, needed a fat guy on a yes. Segway. I agree. And yeah. that's why that movie made that much fucking money. You don't need a star nowadays. No. Dory Knight did, make, did not make all the money it had because it starred Christian Bale. No, it made it made at least $50 million, though, because Heath Ledger dying. Okay. Was he dead before the release? Yes, he died in January. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I, Oh, excuse me then. You're right. None of it was due to Christian Bale. I'd say half that movie's ticket returns were due to Heath Ledger dying. Which, like... I disagree. Really? It's kind of that fucked up Tom Cruise moment from Tropic Thunder. Do you think there was a fucked up sick moment at Warner or Legendary where they realized that Ledger dying was going to... Yes, I do. Yeah. I, do. I don't think anybody ever said it out loud. You don't think anyone ever said it out loud that yes, Ledger dying was was it a good thing for Dark Knight? In a, in a, a profitable a, thing for Dark Knight? In, in, yes. financi- in a business terms, Heath Ledger dying was a good thing for I mean, Dark I hate to say that about I hate someone, to say it but as yes. well. Yeah, absolutely, though. I do, yeah. I mean, with that, if he'd survived, who's to say the movie would have made... A third of what it made, you know. I if you're basing it on Batman Begins, and it's not like Heath Ledger was a huge star before he died. No, but Batman Begins made up upwards to what two fifty? I don't. I don't think it did that much. I think it did like two buck eighty domestic. Well, worldwide. Oh, worldwide, yeah, it made yeah. like two fifty. Um, which was a good return, but like, I didn't expect. It did not have the flamboyant villain. It didn't have the standout. Performance. No, but a great performance by Liam Neeson in retrospect. I really like it. I really like it. For a character... I, I think he took the role... In retrospect, the- from in the last three or four years since it's been out of reading Raish in comics and going back and reading... Yes. I think he did a good Raish out oh, I think he did. I think he did great. Because it's so it easy... Well. In, no, oh no. It's, I don't think it was written. Go, it's Goyer. <laughs> three out of ten lines will say are good with Goyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it was. Gurry's got the worst ratio in the world. Sometimes he does good stuff. Mm. Blade Two, I think, is a fantastic script. Script? I do. What other good scripts has he ever done? Uh, Batman Begins was a good script. I thought it had its moments. I thought it was better. And I, I we're gonna stop talking about this forever. But <laughs> script wise and dialogue wise, I thought Batman Begins was was a little. It was better written than Dark Knight. I disagree. I think it was repetitive. I think Dark Knight was a little campier. Like, the whole hockey pad line, like, that's not a line that would have been in Batman Begins. That's a line that would have been in a Schumacher Batman movie. Yeah, but that's that's the opening, getting people back into it, trying to get them to laugh before the shit really hits. And... Uh, payday question. Uh, payday? Payday question. Uh, Killian Murphy, how much do you think they got for Dark Knight? For, like, five minutes of screen time, probably oh. two days worth of work. Scale. Really? I do. You don't think, maybe that's scary. No, they had to have paid him to come back. Well, yeah, I'm sure they paid I'm sure him. he didn't get like a free picture deal when he started. Like, 
No, but I'm sure he understood that it was a cameo. It was going to be a big movie. I'm sure he he wanted. To okay, be. so Sam L. Sam L. Uh, is not going to be hired as Nick Fury because he wanted too much money. That's sort of the story. Is what they're saying. Regardless, now let's say let's think about it in terms of Iron Man two. They probably wanted Sam L. for let's say ten minutes at the most. Maybe. Maybe even right. Yeah. How much do you think Sam L. wanted? Oh, I have no idea. I'm smiling because you know it was. Probably fucking crazy. I don't think so. You don't? Because Sam L does everything. He's in too much. I don't think. I don't think he's that. I think he's getting money. a decent payday at this point, though. I think oh, he's. Yeah. Get, I think. I think he's called. I think his his rate is a mill a picture. Maybe higher than that. Yeah. It's. It. Dude, he he does the voices for the Samurai Jack video game. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I think he just loves to do it. I think that's cool though. Yes. Which is why I don't think he very. I don't think he asks for very much. I think you get a weird vibe. I get a weird vibe on Sam L. That in fifty fifty, he's a super fucking cool guy in real life, or a huge dick. I say he's a cool guy. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I say that because he didn't get until he was in his forties. Very popular until he was older. He was yeah. in his forties, so he appreciates it more. I was thinking about that the other day. You always, you know, we, we both give ourselves pressure about becoming filmmakers. We're both the same. We're both twenty four, mm-hmm. and you know. Yeah, they always talk about twenty four is the genius year. Like if you don't if you don't accomplish what you want to by twenty four, there's really hardly a chance. Think about Phillips. all the Philip Seymour Hoffman, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Those are cats who you didn't know their name until they were way into their fucking. I mean, I think they were acting. Early. They were acting. But, I mean, so Seymour Hoffman's in fucking Heart Eight. Yeah, that's way back in it. That was years before he became a name. Three? Yeah, yeah. Same Something with like Giamatti. He's in Donnie Bresco. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Kevin Spacey's in Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Did I just get? Yes, he is. Did you forget that? Yeah. I, well, I mean, I didn't just think of it. Has it been years since you've seen it? Yeah, he's, he's the fucking bad guy. Yes. Here, no evil. Yeah, the mustache. Yeah, the yeah. evil looking mustache. But uh, what's her name? Joan. Fuck. What is her name? She's in Playboy. Uh, Joan Severance is her name. I don't know her. The, you like that flick? Chick. I love that flick. Uh, I think it's my favorite of the Wilder prior flicks. I never no. see. I love Gene Wilder separately, and I love Richard Pryor separately. But I don't like their. I don't like Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy is phenomenal. Really, it is the funniest thing they've ever done. See, that's that's the other thing. I think Richard Pryor, and it's weird that this this seems to happen to black dudes a lot. I think Richard, black comedians at least. What I think Richard Pryor suffered from the same thing that Chris Rock suffered from. What's that? Two of the funniest human beings on the planet. Two of the greatest stand-ups of all time. They get written shitty fucking soft movies. Uh, we never saw Richard Pryor movie. You know what I mean? Well, he directed. He wrote and directed jo- uh, Jojo Dancer. I didn't see that. Was it good? No. We we've never seen a real Chris Rock movie yet. I think he wrote how. I think the last one he was the most. Inv- he was the proudest of the how I love my. It's horrible. Is it horrible? Yes. Think about it. Every Chris Rock movie. Did he do Pootie Tang? Yeah, he directed. Did he direct it? He did direct. I think he wrote it. And I like Pootie Tang a lot. Yeah. He's not the star of it. I like right, pretty yeah, yeah. fucking Watatama, my Damien. <laughs> Lance Crothers never did anything else after that. I don't... But do you see that, like, down to earth? Or, like, head, yeah, of, I, head I, of the state? I get what you're saying. Those are soft. For, for probably one of the dirtiest, raunchiest, most biting acerbic stand-ups in the world. See, I wouldn't put Chris Rock in the top 15 like, of stand-ups. stand-ups. Really? I would not. He'd be in my top five. Chris Rock? Yeah. Really? I'll give you my top five right now. Go ahead. Richard Pryor is, is number this, is one. Is this in order? Yes. Okay. Richard Pryor. 
Eddie Izzard. Really? David Cross, Chris Rock, Mitch Hedberg. Wow. See, when you say Richard Pryor is number one, I think he's probably going to name the same ones as I would, except he's going to put Rock in it. Richard Pryor is my number Richard Pryor is the greatest stand-up comedian of all time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. George Carlin. Red Fox. See, it never... Eddie Murphy. I like it. Have you heard Eddie Izzard's stand-up? No. It's, uh... I'm a weird dude. You know that. Okay. Eddie's... Okay, everyone on that list, um... So Chris Rock and Richard Pryor put in the same class of stand-up? Never. I but in the same genre, almost. I'm gonna... Just for the terms of what I'm about to say. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Mitch Hedberg was his own fucking thing. No yes. one could ever... I, Mitch was like Stephen Wright, almost. If you know who Stephen Wright is. I've never heard of Stephen Wright. Eddie Izzard and David Cross are the most intellectual stand-ups I've ever heard in my life. Like, they make, like, historical references. Every, okay. It's super cerebral, super dicky. You know what I mean? Like, I've, heard, I've, I've heard David Cross. Do you like his stand-up? Yes, very much. Eddie Izzard is that times 30. Like, he make, like it's like a fucking history lesson. <laughs> you, I've learned so much through Eddie Izzard's stand-up shows. Like, he's, he's my, my second favorite stand-up of all time. He's fucking genius. I got a very new Eddie Izzard thing. He's just so... You have a DVD? Uh, maybe I got. I have all the shows on MP3 and stuff. I can just bring oh, okay. a CD. Right. But like, he's just so. I want to say, there's not one point where he dumbs it down for his audience. You know what I mean? Okay, which you should not. Do. It's the most intellectual stand-up of all fucking time. Him and David Cross are the most cerebral. Like where Larry the Cable Guy would be the opposite end of the spectrum. Yes. <laughs> That's a smart motherfucker, though. You know why? He's not even a redneck. He's not a redneck. He's, he's from like Connecticut. His name's yeah. like Dan something. He doesn't like, even talk like that. No, man. He's banking He's banking money. I mean, everyone hates him. He's got to fucking hate himself. I'm sure he don't hate himself because he's fucking living in probably a mansion. You know what I mean? Let pe- it's like Dane Cook. Let people talk shit all they want. I, talk, I hate Dane Cook. Just as much, right. I hate Dane Cook just as much as the next guy. Well, but I'm like, the next guy. But at the end of the day, Dane Cook's probably very happy he's with life right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone could hate on fucking Cook and Chris Angel and you know all those other <laughs> people. Love, people love to hate on for some reason. Uh, I love to hate on Chris Angel. Dude's a douchebag. I don't know Chris Angel. Probably, I know who he is, but I he's mean, probably loaded and, and banging every hot chick in the world right now. You know what I mean? He's got the Playboy chick. He's got huge chick. Which one? Holly. I, my least favorite of the three. Yeah, but you like uh, the football one. Yes. Yeah. See, I like Bridget. Bridget's the host of a new show on Travel Channel starting next month called, like, Sexiest Beaches. Well, I mean, I'm not going to watch it because she's on it. But, she's in bikinis and shit. But my wife watches Girls Next Door, like, all the time. She fucking loves that show. Bridget Here's my thing. The best one. And she's smart. Holly's face is too scary. All their bodies are fake and insane, pretty much, right? So you got to base no, the Bridget's, three on faces. Bridget is authentic. you got to base the three on faces. Bridget, the chick, the chick that I like, what's her name? Kendra. Her face is fucking the dopest by far. I disagree. Really? Yeah. Bridget's face is kind of mushy. She's a normal face. She's like a butter face. <laughs> I disagree. I was looking at pictures of her online. Uh, I mean, they I mean they can put makeup on Kendra and shit that makes her look good. But I never saw that show, man. It looks stupid. It's because it, it's fake. It it's fake. Well, let me figure You think out. he was fucking them? Yes. You do? I do. All three of them or just the, the main Holly one? All three of them. I don't think he was doing it very often. Back in the day, man, he used to have because I didn't hear on Stern and shit. He used to have like every night he'd have he'd have movie night where he'd have like twenty yeah. girls in his bed. He's the coolest I mean? motherfucker alive. Why? Because he got pussy. Will Chamberlain got pussy. Yeah, but Will Chamberlain wasn't cool about it. He was just I get pussy. Yeah, half is kind of restrained. Half is, like, half yeah, is kind of restrained about it. You know what I mean? Smooth, he is. He always was kind of kind of fucking smooth, man. Should we talk about Imbruge? 
That you finally seen it? Yeah, and it's fucking fantastic. Yes, it is. It's great. Can we do our, uh, the best the best line of the year, probably? Go ahead. He goes, Chloe, I can't see. I can't see. Of course you can't fucking see. I just shut you in the eye with a fucking blanket, idiot. <laughs> of course you can't fucking see. <laughs> but it's, it's great. And it it's, is great. It's, it is great. It's, it's a wonderful script. I'm glad uh, Conor Farrell I was a little it. upset with, with the end, how fucking immediately sad and like horrible it got. No, don't. Ruin it. Okay, you know what I'm talking about, though? The the fall? Yes. Okay, you're whispering to me, but they can hear you. Oh, okay. Never mind, then. Just don't worry about who. Oscars, vote now. Okay, nominations. You're on... You you know the nominations. Well, I don't have them here in front of me. I've only seen two of the Best Picture nominees. I have not seen Milk, I have not seen Frost Nixon, and I have not seen The Reader. Okay. From what I've seen, it's not my favorite... But I think The Curious Case of Benjamin Button is the best movie of the year. Better than Slumdog? Yes. Wow. It, it's made better. All right, I go Slumdog. I, yeah. So that's best picture. I think it's going to win. Best act. No, not who you think is going to win, who you think deserves to win out of the nominees. Okay. All right. Best actor. Is Brad Pitt, uh, Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke, Sean Penn, Penn, Richard Jenkins, and... and uh, shit. Uh, well, if we can't think of him, he's probably not going to win. Um, Wait, Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt, Richard Jenkins, Sean Penn, Sean Penn, Mickey Rourke, and who's the other one? I have no idea. Oh, Frank Langella. Oh, Frank Langella. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be a bitter battle between Mickey Rourke and Sean Penn. Yes, I think Rourke's going to take it. I, I think Rourke should take it. Okay, yeah. I agree. I agree with the Rourke thing. I don't like Sean Penn, but I saw. I haven't seen Milk yet, but from the clips I've seen, he does look like he gives a great performance. And you don't like he, him as a person or as an actor? Uh, both. He's a pretty fucking good actor. I hate Sean Penn, dude. Have you seen Dead Men Walking? Yeah, I can't. I can't even watch Sean Penn movies. Why? He's just a fucking douche. I don't think he's a great director. The cockiest but... fucking human being on the planet. Like, but he's a good actor. Every dude, literally, like, I was watching the SAG Awards. He got his award. He's up there. Like, he just beat Mickey Rourke. Like, they're giving him a standing ovation. And I, I went, Spicoli, like, really? There's no fucking indication. Go back and watch Fast Times. Well, a lot of times there's no indication. But that might be the craziest one of all time. That Spicoli would win an That Spicoli went on to become, like, the world's most beloved fucking actor. I wouldn't say he's the world's most beloved actor. Oh, people love Sean Penn. He's a respected actor, I would say. People love Sean Penn. I don't. I, don't. I, I don't think people love. Sean I can't Payne. think of a performance that I like him. Dead Man Walking was phenomenal. I can't. I am. <laughs> nah, nah. It's a little fucking offense. That's almost as bad as the other sister. I showed you the clip from the other sister, right? I'll never watch that movie. Why? I will never watch that movie. Why, it, man? It, it, it is. It is beyond fucking offensive. Yes. I want to have a dead one to do. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, actress. And the fucked up thing is Giovanni Ribisi is a really good actor sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes he's... Juliette Lewis is. Sometimes, sometimes he's horrible. It's like he's got the worst choices in the world as yes. far as performance-wise. Sometimes he's, he nails it. He's incredible. And sometimes you're like, what the fuck? Tone it the fuck down. Like, you want to hit him. Well, I mean, he didn't play a mentally... Well, he was kind of mentally what? impaired in Mod The Gift. Squad? No, in The oh. Gift. <laughs> Mod Squad? <laughs> He was pretty good. I don't remember my. I didn't spot. see the gift. It's good. That's the Raimi flick, right? Yes, with Kate Blanchett and Katie Holmes and Greg Kinnear and Keanu Reeves. It's I didn't. Really I didn't see Katie Holmes is naked in it though. Yeah. Yo, so what happened to her? 
She got married to Tom Cruise. She was cute. She was like a cute little chick at some point. She was on the SAG Awards. She looks like a weird androgynous like freak thing now, man. Well, she thinks she's like Hollywood. The way she talks, like <laughs> it's a fucking girl from Dawson's Creek. She's uh, been in one movie. She looked good in Dawson's Creek. And she was cute in Dawson's Creek. That yeah. was the end of her being cute. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't get Katie Holmes. I don't think she's gonna be working much in the future. She doesn't have to. Yeah, they got some money. I think. Yes, just a little bit. Fucking bastards. So, uh, actress. Do you ever watch a commercial for the hover around? The what? You know what the hover around is? No clue. It's that wheelchair for senior citizens. It's an electric wheelchair. They run like commercials late at night. Okay. But the guy, it starts off. Hi, I'm Tom Cruise, inventor of the hover around, and it's K R U S E. Imagine going through life and your name is Tom Cruise, K R U S E. When we were on uh, indiscriminate location. And I was doing indiscriminate thing with indiscriminate. Uh, what did you do with indiscriminate when it doesn't fit? I know it should be in, undisclosed. Yeah. I like indiscriminate though. Like okay. we're not judging the location. Oh okay. We're not even ju- we're judging it so little that we're not even gonna name it. But <laughs> I was hanging out with a uh, gentleman who shall not be named. Okay. And uh, one of them, they were of a uh, Latin descent. Ah yes. One of them was talking about wanting to be an actor. He was like, yeah, man, that's Tom Cruise, C-R-U-Z, man. That's Tommy Cruise. <laughs> that, that killed me. I think I just gave away the race by my fucking <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez. You said Latin descent? You've already given it away. Yeah, but I meant Latin, like Roman. Like Latin? Like Roman. Okay. Like, I don't know. Speaking of which, away. no one, I honestly, if one of our listeners knows what I'm talking about right now, I will be A, shocked, B, impressed, and C, shocked again. But I watched the film the other night. It's the it's the most expensive French movie ever made. It made like 130 million dollars globally. It never made or it was made for. Made for 115, made 130. Okay. You've never heard of it. All right. It's called Asterix at the Olympic Games. Never. It was fucking dope. If anyone if anyone out there has seen Asterix, it's um you you know Asterix the comic the little Viking dude that French comic you see you probably no. see it sometimes. It's like Tintin. It's one of those comics. The Viking guy. I you never said something s- I wasn't supposed to say, but no. What? I, well, I can't say it. Why? Because we were talking about names and shit, like people having different names. I had to deliver a car to someone with a alias, but I'm not supposed to say who it is. Oh, really? Because we've been delivering for Tintin, because they're shooting now. Okay. Steven Spielberg, uh, Peter Jackson. It's either one of these people. Steven Spielberg, Peter Jackson, Shia LaBeouf. Simon Pegg or Nick Frost? Shia LaBeouf's in it? But no, it's, neither, it's none of those Oh, things. not Shia LaBeouf. It's Freddie Highmore. Who's the fucking kid in it? I don't know. It's none of those people? Did I deliver to? No. Who is it? Well, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Give a hint so the viewers can kind of guess. I'll tell you afterwards because I'm not supposed to know. Oh, all right, right. Why? Your bosses listen to this show? I don't know. You think, do they know about it? Do they know about what? That the you have show? a podcast? I highly doubt That's it. That's what I'm saying. So how far you can, man? But mouth it to me because I'm dying. Here, write it on a piece of fucking paper because <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to get through the rest of this. I'll, I'll give you his stage name and see if you can figure. I mean, not his stage name, but his, 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 his alias, alias. And see if you can figure it out. The, your pen isn't fucking working. So, baby, right, I got it's working. From right. the, Jesse's writing right now under where I wrote applesauce. Don't, don't write. Don't don't say what I wrote. Can you read my handwriting? Yeah. Ah, yeah. how would you... I have no idea how you came up with that. Yes, he is in it. That's the, okay. Yeah. Hint, hint. It's the one person I didn't name. <laughs> <first>. uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think about Tintin, man? I never read the, I never read the shit. So. Did Katie, okay. 
The kid's name is Tintin. Yeah, she thought it was the dog. I thought it was the dog. It's written Tintin. The, do- the dog's name is Snowy. I, here's the thing. I've never read the books, but they there was an animated series on HBO when I was a kid. Tintin. I remember watching it. Never watched it. Never read it. Yeah. I just know the picture. So anyway, back to Asterix. Asterix is the same thing. French comic, Viking, super famous, and there's been three films. And Ger- uh, Gerard Depardieu is in them. And they're comedies. You know why I watched Asterix at the Olympic Games? No idea. Because the main, who plays the main bad guy in it? Who plays the main bad guy? Bernard Pivot-Joulet. Who's that? Guy who wrote, starred, and directed a little film called Man Bites Dog. Oh, shit, yeah. That dude yeah. is still he's acting. And he's he's huge. He's like the French Jim Carrey now. <laughs> he's in the biggest French movie ever made. He's the second lead in it. He's the bad guy. He plays Was Man Bites Dog his first? Yes. Wow. 1992. So, like, 16 years later, Cat's, like, one of the biggest stars in France. Holy shit. And he's fantastic in it, dude. He's Because he, I knew... I loved him so much on Man Bites Dog. He, this is a straight comedy. He's fucking oh. utterly fantastic. Well, Man Bites Dog is a comedy. Even with subtitles. Yeah. Like, even in a broad comedy, he's great in it. <laughs> Who else? Like, him... You wouldn't know anyone. Him, um... Gerard Depardieu. You know who that is, yeah. right? And, uh, you know who Alan DeLong is? No. The French actor? An older guy? No. Alan DeLong? Tony Park is in it. Tony Parker plays for the Spurs. He's in it for a minute. Really? He has a cameo as the guy who invents basketball. It's set in like Roman. It's set at the first Olympic Games. So he's a <laughs> random dude in a toga who's inventing a game with hoops and shit. I yeah. thought you were talking about someone else. I saw him the other day too. Did you? As I was delivering that car, I, I delivered it to a hotel where the because they came to play the Lakers. I saw my. You delivered that at a hotel? Yes. What hotel? <sighs> Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. I, I don't. I don't know the name of it. It's in Santa Monica. I don't know the name of the hotel. Oh, I know. Okay. On the beach? Yes. It's like right on it. I, I'll, I'll write I've down the address. I'll write down the name of the hotel. I don't think so. Yeah. It's it's, it's the big fancy white one. It's the only one. Oh, yes. That's yes, a, yeah, that's yes, definitely yes. it. It's like $1,000 a night. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely it. It's a nice hotel. The Best Western on, uh, <laughs> on Coenga. No, it's the Days in. It's the Days in. It's... All right, that noise <laughs> is my fucking eye chat, which we forget to shut off sometimes. No, no, you forget. So, for all my friends and family who listen to this fucking show, please don't sign online while we're recording. But they don't know when we're recording. I should put it in a way you message or something. You should, On something? Facebook, I've actually been writing. Uh, recording a podcast? It's about to bag and board, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I bagged and boarded the other night. Without me? Yeah, no, for real, I bagged and boarded. Oh, comics. Oh. Yeah, I wrote that, and everyone was like, awesome, can't wait for the show. And I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> you know how many just... No idea. 200. I've already, I already had two log boxes from when I moved out here completely full, right? Okay. I've been here... A year? I've been here less than a year. Okay. I've been here nine months. I had two full long boxes. God damn it! <laughs> We're just going to deal with it now. 460 fucking comics. Since, what, the last two months? No, 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 no. Since uh, the last six months, I guess. Oh. I'm still, I'm at like fucking 600, 700 comics a year. It's retarded. Yes, it is. Retarded. And I've dropped down to like 30 bucks a week in comic books. I'm officially, like, I've dropped every fucking title that I don't like. Well, then you won't have that many again. Next year, well, I yeah. won't have that many. But this is the last time where it's like that, man. Because it fucking, oh... Bagging and boarding that many books at one time. Can I ask you a personal question? I mean, not to... No, I will No, not personal You're to married. you, but... No, no. I mean, a personal question from me. It's not a personal, like, personal yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, go. Like, away from the show. Yeah. Um, Since I haven't been getting comics for the last couple months, 
Are you reading uh, X Men Noir? Marvel Noir? What is no. it? No. You're not reading it at no. all? So you don't know if it's any good? No. Okay. I don't like Noir. Noirs? I don't like Noir. I think Noir is the. Uh, the. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, deer is deer. You, the plural? The plural. Of noir is noir. <laughs> noir yeah, is well, it's, it's an adjective. Which is a Norish. Noirish, like it's oh noirish. That's what oh, I said. Okay. Uh yeah, you know me. Like I don't like fucking. It's too. It's too uh, subdued for me. There are no guns or dinosaurs. I mean, they're plenty of guns, but they're all in black and white, and they're all quiet. <laughs> but you like Sin City? I see. That's my fault. Oh my god. <laughs> I do like Sin City, but that's far from film noir. I disagree. Really? About the comic or the movie? The movie. I don't like the comic. The movie is stylized. Yes, it's stylized. No, I was just gonna say that it's hyper stylized. The book is. Very yeah, I don't like the fucking book. Noir. It's because it's boring. Exactly, it's boring and noir. It's fucking. There's like five words on a page. <laughs> no, there's it's the most abstract shit of all time. The Sin City books. Have you ever read them? Same with all Frank Miller's. I read Big Fat Kill. Same with all of old, all of old Frank Miller's. <laughs> frantic. Uh, there wasn't a lot of words on the page. I feel like I got ripped off every time I bought a Frank Miller book. Why? Because it just it's it, the same amount of pages. Because I am a word guy as opposed to a picture guy. I hardly look at the artwork when I read comic books. Really? I mean, I look at it obviously, but I never study it. I never go back and really examine a panel. It's just part of this. The words are more important to the art for me. I would read. I shit you not. If they uh, if they see if they motherfucker this is like, it's like the most busy night on iChat ever. If I'm telling you right now because I didn't think it would work, but and this isn't to say that I would prefer it, but if they were to take the comic books and novelize them, if you will, yes, I would prefer I, I would read those. Really? Yeah, because I'm a reader. You know what I mean? Like I just I just want to read the stories. Like I I started buying those fucking books, man. Like <laughs> like X Men novels and shit. Yeah, and Hellboy them. novels, and they're fucking good. To, they're fun to read. I at first I was like, no, oh, no way am I gonna like this. It's like reading a fucking X Men book. It's the greatest thing of all time. See, I look at it as like the three hundred, like the Hellboy books are fucking fantastic. If I like silent films, I would love for I somebody yeah. to make a silent film today. I don't. Wait, oh God, I read it fucking yeah, fuck Jerry. No, but I'm saying I look at comics as a visual medium akin to movies. I think the art is... Well, the problem is you got into what's writing. No, no, no. no. Literature is not... A, but the problem with literature is it's, it's not a visual medium, nor is it a, what it's... You can't define... You know no, I mean? no, I'm saying the writing oh. is important. I'm saying the dialogue is not necessarily that important. I don't think you have to have dialogue to have a movie. You don't have to have dialogue to have a comic. I know. I know you don't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, kidding? No, 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 I'm joking. Uh... I, I I I think you're out of your fucking mind. Really? I think you need dialogue, yeah. Because you're a lot more subtle than I am, sir. You're all. It has about... nothing to do with subtlety. It's it's who who said that? A great, I can think of I think no... Hitchcock said a great film is something that you can turn the sound off and know everything that's going on. Same thing with comics. All right, look at now. Look at your favorite films. Turn the sound off. Are you out of your mind? Well, Would you have any idea what was going on in Fight Club? Or Pulp Fiction None. or any of those fucking movies no. with the sound off? No. Exactly. And those aren't strong, sound, strong films? Well, they're dialogue-heavy films. If, if, uh, let me think of a film. The uh, Fall is not very dialogue-heavy. No. You would know what was going on in the Yes. Film. I prefer a dialogue-heavy film to The Fall. 
I told you tonight. I had this realization tonight because it's that's just my personal personal. That's what it is. Personal preference and taste. Like literally, a Guy Ritchie has become the filmmaker I would most like to be like if I can make films. Okay. And it's mostly for his dialogue, to tell you the truth. So you like to write that way? Yes. Or shoot it that way? Right. Both. (laughs) Both. Both, but more writing, more write. But you should want to be more original, kid. What? You should want to be more original. Don't try to be like him. No, it's not about trying to be like him. It's like, I, I just think, if, if anyone who, who who's made it, who I think my style naturally imitates, not imitates, but is, is close to, it's Guy Ritchie. I think that's the type of writer I will be, or that I would like to be. Like, you talking about genre-wise? Genre-wise and style. style. Okay. It's more style, more style than anything else. The fucking one-liners, the little barbs, the back and forth. The kind of weird, fake, real world these people live in, where real people don't talk like that, but they kind of could. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Almost. Yes. I'm reading my script. You know what I'm talking? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like real people don't say these lines, but it's not. Well, even Kevin, Kevin Smith. I mean, a big argument of people give him not an argument, a criticism, which I don't think I heard him at all, is that real people don't talk like his characters, and it's true they don't. That's why it's a movie. That's why it's a movie. I want to make a movie. <laughs> no, I'm not into verite and shit. I want—I I literally want a movie where dinosaurs hold guns. I was telling someone about that, about Dinosaur Gun Hunter, and they were like, well, you can't have it like that. you got to have the dinosaurs holding the guns. I'm like, yes, of course. That's what I mean. That's implied in the title. Dinosaur, the gun, title? dinosaur gun Hunter. The, you better pen that quick. The dinosaurs... Speaking of which, I have to talk to you about something. Like, Wait, uh-huh. Actually, uh, without getting specific, we'll talk about it now because we have a pretty informed fan base. So I want to write a spec script. I've been, I've written, you know, I've had the plan for a few, but this is one that is is definitely copyrighted. Already, the characters. What? The characters in it are copyrighted. I want to adapt. I want to adapt a popular franchise from one medium to film. Now, if I write this, can I register it? That's what uh... my question is. Can if I show this script to someone, can anyone steal it and pitch it as an idea? Can I register intellectual property that I don't own? I, I would have to say no. Example, and this isn't the one I want to do. Let's say I want to write the live-action Care Bears movie. Yes. Could I register that script? I, I... If I don't call it the Care Bears movie? I would have to say no. You because don't think, I think so? I think the Care Bears would have to be optioned, and then the script would be warranted to be written. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but doesn't that defeat the nature of, of writing something on spec? Because that's not illegal. As long as I don't go into, into, as long as I don't try to produce it. But that's what spec is. You'd be writing it to give it to somebody to produce. I would be writing this more as a, as a genre sample. Okay, you're trying to tell me in a roundabout way, and I'm I'm a little confused on what. I want to fucking write a live action Pokemon movie. You can't do it. You can't do it. the 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 Pokemon franchise would have to be optioned by a film company. Who would commission somebody to write it? What if I were just to write a fucking script for fun? I couldn't register that. I don't think so. For the scenarios and the, you know what I'm talking about? I really obviously don't. I can't register a fucking Pokemon movie because I don't own Pokemon. But could I register my concept for a Pokemon movie? No. Why? No. You would have to pitch your concept. You get what I'm saying? If, if you, if you I want, know people who have written scripts without having the rights and then a pitch and gotten them bought. You can do that. That's what I'm talking about. Well, then you would have to register. That's what I'm saying. 
but it was regi- their, their scripts were registered. I mean, we'll get we'll get into more specifics in a minute. Well, obviously, right fucking now. You see what I'm talking about? Yes, I I, I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Was registered. Yes. Written on spec with no one asking for it, and then sold retrospectively. Maybe you should ask him. <laughs> uh, do you know anything about Pokemon? No, dude. I've I just got, know Pikachu. I've got the best fucking movie idea in my head, sir. Don't tell it. And it's not it's even not no. Yet. It's it's, uh, it's it, there's only one movie you can make with Pokemon, like the, like the origin story. But it's just the way that the way that I want to do it. Like I've got it in my mind. How you wouldn't make it a cheesy kids movie? Like I've I've got the entire fucking first thirty five minutes mapped out in my head now. Pokemon would have to be a cheesy kids movie. It would, but not cheesy. It would be a kids movie that I like, like a Sky High, or like you know what I mean, like a fucking awesome kids. That's movie. pretty fucking cheesy. Sky High? Have you seen Sky High? Yes, it's, it's pretty fucking it's fantastic. But it's cheesy. No, it's not. Sky High. Kurt Russell Sky High? Yeah. Will, Will Strongbow? Okay. I'll tell you about my Pokemon concept one day. That kind of shit. Like, I've had that idea a few times. Remember I tried to, I was going to write a Roger Rabbit yeah. sequel? What do you do with those things? I have no idea. I, who do you, I got to ask someone, I guess. I probably should, man. I probably should. Uh, uh, uh you, you never got into Pokemon at all? No. Never seen the show, never no. never played the games? Nope. You know anything about it? Nope. Except Pikachu? That's it. What do you know about Pikachu? I just remember people yelling, Pikachu! <laughs> <laughs> Pika! Because yeah, the Pokemon can only say their names. Except for Meowth, who can speak English. But like... The majority of Pokemon, like, the Pokemon's name is Squirtle. All I can do is say, Squirtle, Squirtle, but, like, Squirtle, Squirtle, if he's concerned. Like, like Timmy! Pikachu can only say Pikachu. He goes, Pika, Pika, but, like, you read it in tone. He'll say he'll say his name, but he says it in but 40. But there, like, thousands of Pokemon? 240-something. 240? Yeah, there's, like, there's a finite number, yeah. When I was playing, it was 150, but then the new game, the sequels, they added like 40 at a time. And all of them can only say their names. Except for one, Meowth, who can speak English. He's a bad guy. But yeah, they can all... Wait, are they retarded? No, they're animals. I don't mean that in a... a They're animals. Okay. If you want to... Pokemon are basically... What kind of animal is Pikachu? He's a, a Pikachu. They're the animals of this world. There are no dogs and cats. Okay. Or birds. They're Pokemon. In the Pokemon universe. So is there more than one Pikachu? Yes, there are millions. It's a species of animal. But you said there are only 240. Species? Yes. But there's hundreds of Pikachu. Yes, hundreds, thousands, yeah. I mean, Ashes happens to be like the smartest of them, I think. <laughs> how, do, how do you know he can't talk? Because he's met other Pikachus and he's just he's really brave and stuff. <laughs> so wait, they don't say their name, they say their species. Yeah, Ashes is. is a name of a Pikachu? No, Ash is the is the kid. Pikachu is his Pikachu. Some of them name them. You can. Some of them nickname their Pokemon. Some of them give. So what's a Pokemon? It's it's an it's a it's an animal. In this world, okay. Basically, they're they're like team hunters almost. They're the, Pokemon is basically. I'll give you the story of Pokemon right now. I really don't Ash Catchum is a twelve-year-old boy. Wakes up one day on your twelfth birth on your twelfth birthday, you get to sign up to become a Pokemon master, which means that it's a hobby. Kids all around the world and adults and everyone in this world, they're Pokemon masters. Basically, you go out in the wild and you try to catch a wild Pokemon, and then you train it, and you train it to battle against other Pokemon. 
but not in like not to kill each other to win like tournaments and stuff. It's Doing a, what? It's a sport. Racing? No, Pokemon fighting. It's a they battle with their powers. And you and the better you treat your Pokemon, the better a fighter it is, the more powerful it becomes. So it's all about it's this world of of they say gotta catch them all was the, was the, was the um slogan or whatever. So it's basically the story of Ash, this twelve year old kid trying to become the, the the Pokemon master, which is it's like a sport almost. It's kind of like it's kind of like Speed Racer almost in a way the, the structure of it. You know what I mean? It's about this kid starting off on his first day as a Pokemon trainer, getting Pikachu, and then like their journey to like the Pokemon ch- um, championships in, in Cerulean City. What? Alrighty. Uh, I don't really give a damn about. That doesn't sound like awesome to you. No. Really? But I just schooled you on like the, I just schooled you on like a four billion dollar industry. I love that it's weird that people didn't get into Pokemon or people like people <laughs> didn't realize that the video game came out years before the show did. I don't care about either. How did you miss how did you miss Pokemon? How did you miss the Muppets? How did you what were you doing? I, I, dude, I never got I, I never got into fucking Hacky Sack, never got into Pogs, never got into any of that shit. But you like Dark Knight? I love Dark Knight. So you pick one giant cultural phenomenon over the past no, twenty like, years I to like latch comics. onto? Oh, <laughs> you're like we got a friend Josh. Josh hasn't seen Dark Knight. He hasn't seen Titanic. Like any movie that makes over two hundred million dollars, Josh won't see it. Why? He just, he just doesn't. You know what I mean? Like that's his thing. In spite of it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's funny though. Like Pokemon is a huge fucking thing. For people to not even be aware a little bit of what it is kind of bugs me out. I was aware of it. I mean, I saw it fucking everywhere. But if I was watching a cartoon and the cartoon that came on after was Pokemon, I would. Change the fucking channel. Uh, I wanna be the very best, like no kid ever was. That Pokemon? To catch them is my true test. To train them is my cause. I wanna travel far and land, searching far and wide. I fucked that one up. Can we stop talking about it's Pokemon to understand the power that's inside? Pokemon, gotta catch them, you and me. Sorry. Next time. By, folks, by the next episode, Jesse will be a Pokemaster. I don't know about that. He will be able to recite all 150 Pokemon and their evolutions. He'll be like, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard, what? And I'll be like, Jesse, I'm so proud of you. And you know what else I'll be like? I'm Matt Cohen. Jesse Rivers. It's been bagged and boarded, and it's been real. What? <laughs>